We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. On News Radio 930 WBEN, this is Buffalo Means Business, where local businesses and services tell their stories. I'm Randy Bushover. You have one of those to share? Send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. Joined by James Sable, who is Heating and Cooling Manager with Roy's Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. And, uh, well, there's never a bad season or an off-season for you guys, right? But it is kind of the AC season. That's what we're getting more used to now, right? Yep, we've kicked off the uh, a little bit of hot days in between our Buffalo 12 winners. So uh, it's time to get ready for the AC season. Yeah, and uh, let's start with uh, how many locations? Just the one for you guys? Yep, just currently located in uh, Tonawanda. All right, and uh, whereabouts? Uh, we're off Cooper Avenue, right between the 190-290 split. All right, and I'm going to guess, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh, for those who are prepping for the AC season, probably should have already maybe made a call to you guys to schedule an appointment, I'm thinking, right? Because this isn't something that uh, is easy to do. Uh, most customers uh, have given us a call. We send out some reminders to our uh, members and everything, but a lot of times people sometimes forget um, that they need to do this and generally our first call will be when they do not have air conditioning. Is this a one-person job or is this a crew job when you have to go and uh, get somebody's AC uh, restarted or jump started or however you want to refer to it as? Just a one-person job. Normally takes between an hour to two hours. And it's, uh, I'm guessing it's a little involved, so kind of, is there a way to like maybe walk through the process if, if that's possible? Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, generally, depending on the system that you have and the style, um, for a for conventional forced air system, which is a furnace that provides a blower and the outdoor condenser, um, which is generally outside. So we're going to look at all of those, uh, all the electrical components. We'll check filtering systems. We'll check cleanliness of the outdoor system and just go through the order of operations and just verify that things are working and if anything is outside of a manufacturer's spec. And uh, one of the bullet points you've got down here uh, that you, you sent ahead for this talks about the blower cleaning. Is that part of what you were just talking about? You actually have to physically get all of whatever may have accumulated uh, within the system out? Well, a lot of customers, um, they don't realize that the, the key parts to the air moving through the house is the blower. So that's generally inside the indoor system. So through the course of the winter and the fact that you've had your doors closed for the last few months, um, dust, anything that's in the house, um, pets, hair, all of that stuff, uh, if we don't have the pop proper filtration, it'll actually cake onto the blower. So if the blower is not running efficiently, it's always something that we look at first because obviously if it has to run harder because of the added stuff that's on it, you're going to lose efficiency of the system. We also have to remember that anything that is attached to that will get circulated through the house. This next question is going to make it pretty obvious that I don't work in the same realm that you do. Um, is not the AC kind of the same system in terms of uh, the ducts that the heating works through? 
And if so, then why is there the possibility that stuff may have accumulated and messed up your AC? Because aren't you still blowing the heat through those same places? Yep, you're still blowing the heat through the same places. Um, Generally, in a conventional house, the heating system, when you're heating, it actually blows air slower than it does when you're cooling. So as soon as you put your system in a cooling mode, it's actually going to be a higher fan. So we're going to actually get some particulates and some things out of that ductwork that may have not been touched at a lower fan speed. And uh, is, is there an issue with, uh, I, I guess the, the, the heating and cooling would kind of go together with this, the amount of ductwork, uh, does that affect how much you have to put out in terms of flow of that air? Yes, generally that's how our systems are sized. So they're not only sized for the duct system that is in the house, but it's also sized for what the house needs to achieve its temperature. Uh, something else that you put on here as, as a reminder to homeowners that may actually help you guys out when you get there to do some of this work, uh, getting those leaves that may have fallen off the trees uh, late in fall, early winter, uh, from out of the spaces that would necessarily block those, these ducts that we're talking about. Yep. So a lot of customers that we get to, they won't notice, you know, they don't go out there and look at it as much as we do. So um, any leaves or anything that's accumulated in the house, I know my house where my condenser sits, it's a nice collection area during the winter. So before we fire up the system, I got to go rake leaves and get that all away. Um, Anything that's on the side of the outdoor system, it basically gets sucked towards the system. So if we were able, if we block that airflow, then it wouldn't give us the efficiencies and everything we're looking for for the AC system. Speaking with James Sable, who is heating and cooling manager with Roy's Plumbing, Heating and Cooling. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. Something else to consider: washing the outdoor condenser. Uh, again, because of accumulated material, it may. Uh, affect how that mechanism works? Yep, absolutely. The outdoor system needs airflow. So a conventional air air AC system that's outside as a condenser, um, the air is pulled in from the side of it and it's actually exhausted out the top. So anything that you have around there that would block that flow will actually affect the cooling system. So a lot of times we have a lot of pollen in the air, leaves, just anything going around. If you have a dirt driveway or you live out in the in the country you know you'll have that added stuff so you just very gently take the hose and you just clean it off and try to get that dust off that's part of our tune-up so we generally go through everything Um, in most cases we can just wash it off but if needed we can actually go more invasive and actually break down the system and clean it even more thoroughly than most and one of the more basic things uh, just changing out the filter right we're talking furnace filter here yes and uh, the reason that you should is because what happens if you don't? Well, generally, if that's going to get blocked, like I said, the velocity of the air is going to start moving a lot faster. So anything that's found in that ductwork that the system is now pulling in there is going to cake onto that filter. So you want to make sure that generally when you start it up the first couple days, you'll run it with the existing filter provided it's somewhat clean. And then you're going to want to switch that out because then it'll get rid of the big clumps of things that get blocked up in there. You mentioned uh, one-person crews. How how many people you have working at uh, Roy's, and uh, how long does it take? Uh, well, we already talked. It, it takes a couple hours to actually do a house, generally speaking. Yes. Um, we have currently 12 AC and furnace technicians, uh, along with our install crews and uh, a couple maintenance guys. 
How long have you been with these guys? Uh, been with Royce for just over four years in management. And was there a particular reason that you got into this business? Was it just something you always had an interest in? Um, I've had an interest in it on the technical side, but just um, being part of a service company that really takes care of their clientele is something that I take with great pride. So anytime our customers have an issue, I, I do take it personal, and as do our ownership and our guys. So our guys are out there to perform a service, so they want to take care of our customers. Sure. And just to take a step back, uh, what about education? Was that something that helped lead you this way, or were you just always, quote-unquote, mechanically inclined, that sort of thing? Um, quote-unquote, mechanically inclined, <laughs> uh, kind of the way that I was brought up. If it's broken, either figure out how it works and fix it, or uh, in some cases, you got to upgrade. So. Yeah. Well, how has that changed now, moving kind of into a management position? I mean, do you still keep hands-on? you physically go out to sites and do the work, or are you more paperwork guy at the office more of a paperwork guy and mostly support for our guys so every single house that we're in is different so every technician that's out there may have an obstacle that they can't take care of while they're out there so i am essentially support staff for them so anytime they have an issue they're going to reach out to me um, either on a, a technical side or i can either direct them or uh, if a customer has a question or anything concerning um, a system or possibly go out for some larger jobs, um, I will help bid and design anything for the customer so that we make sure that we're achieving every goal that they had for us. And is it fair to say that uh, maybe the cooling and heating aspect of Roy's plumbing, heating and cooling are the bigger parts? Um, yes. I mean, we're about a 50-50. So we have our plumbing division and we also have our heating and cooling. Um, we stay pretty steadily busy throughout the year, but obviously the hotter it gets and the colder it gets, um, it amplifies our workload. Is there such a thing as like the, the worst case scenario or like the worst problem you've ever had or worst place that you've ever had and tried to have to work through to get something functioning? Um, <clears throat> we have had some equipment that have, has been a little bit difficult, but generally um, we work through it with the manufacturer. So we not only kind of go out and do what we're supposed to do, but if there is a concern, we're, we're going to reach out directly to the people that made the box, and we're going to figure out what the issue is and help resolve that with you. Yeah. Do, do I take it from that it's more of like an electronic issue and you have to kind of like maybe like rewire or... Or, or change something in the the motherboard as it were yep generally when it comes down to the electronics part of it um, the control board and gas valves those kind of things that's when it gets complicated but sometimes the system uh, we call them heating and cooling demons they're in there and we don't have a clear path so generally if we're if there's an issue that we can't resolve, we're just going to reach out to the people that know should know the equipment best. And having said that, I mean, the, the technological advances, even in the time that you've been around, must the, the changes must be pretty dramatic. Yes. Now uh, a lot of our systems are including uh, communications. So not only do you have a thermostat that's on the wall that tells you what your temperature is, but um, like I have thermostats, so you can see what the weather is, you can see humidity levels in the house, you know, they're communicating back and forth. So that's always sometimes a little obstacle. And then we also now are on Wi-Fi, just like as a Nest thermostat or any of our other brands that we'll put in, um, you're going to be able to do that from your phone. So we have a couple clients that will actually call in and they'll be driving down the highway and let me know, <clears throat> hey, my wife just called and she said, x y and z house that they're at 
you know, they can see that the heat is not working. So it's actually, it's very nice for the customer to have that ability to see that wherever they're at um, and allow us to get there in a timely fashion rather than the old way of going home and realizing it's cold because you walked into the door and saw your breath. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, some of these technological advances certainly help you out in a, uh, from the aspect of time because it's spent, you spend less time diagnosing. You already have a rough idea of what the problem is, so now you know what you need to fix it and how to go about it. Yeah, generally when we get to a, a heating or a cooling issue where a system is not working, the, the unit will give us some sort of indication of where to head. Um, some systems, older systems don't, um, and some systems, when a customer, you know, the very first thing a customer does generally is they're going to turn it off and turn it back on. When you turn it off and turn it back on, that's great. Generally, sometimes it does solve the problem, but in most cases, it actually will delete any indications of what was happening. So what's worse from your perspective, a heating problem or a cooling problem? Or maybe more difficult. Worse might be a bad word. Um, they're both very similar. I mean, it's using the same systems. It's just a different theory. So as long as you know the theories of both, uh, they're generally about the same. If you have generally in Western New York, because we don't use our air conditioning as much as we use our heating, we're going to have a little bit simpler system on our air conditioning than we will on our heating side. So our heating side might be a little bit more complicated as far as communications and those extra control boards that are all fun to diagnose. And along similar lines, are you more of a winter guy or a summer guy? Um, I'm a winter guy. I like cold, <laughs> so um, but I do enjoy the summer. All right, James, can't let you go before we uh, get a plug out there for the phone number, so if you don't mind, you want to throw that out there? You can give us a call at 362-4655. Again, 362-4655 for Roy's Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Been chatting with James Sable, who is Heating and Cooling Manager for them, and this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 